So uh, speaking of booty, um, we're trying to going to share some tips how maybe you can not get your booty booty so big during the holidays. Not that a big booty is a bad thing. I feel like that is a troublesome that a, analogy. That, that was you're, a segue you're right to there. Do right there. Come on. No. So. As we mentioned in the beginning, <laughs> the, the main topic of this podcast is to uh, share some tips on how to mitigate the damage of the uh, delights, the seasonal delights that people will be to will be facing this year. This yeah, time of year. this time of year. Um, I did a quick little, I know we said this on, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but, and I probably mentioned this number, but uh, estimates are that uh, the average American eats between 3,000 and 4,500 calories at Thanksgiving. Wow. So people in one day, and typically they talk about the one Double. meal, Thanksgiving meal is anywhere 3,000 to 4,500 calories. So that's one oh, meal yeah. of the day. So You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast. We are going to give you some of our tips and tricks to managing the mass amount of calories that you might be offered during the holiday season. <laughs> it's time, folks. We're mm-hmm. here. The holidays are here. And we know that many of us are going to face the first world problem of too much food. Yes, much further. Yes, very first world problem. Um, so we're going to uh, share with you some of the tips that we've used over the years to kind of somehow manage that. Still enjoy that the 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 wide array of delights uh, that that we we experience or we are offered, but somehow not uh, get rolled out the front door at the end of the night. Yes, and some of these are like food tips, but some of these are also just ways to sort of combat the yeah. indulgent minimize foods. maybe yeah <laughs> mitigate mitigate there you go mitigate, mitigate the damage <laughs> mitigate so damage. but before we jump into that uh we want to thank you guys we are um within probably i think eight episodes or seven episodes of number 400 so um, thank you for coming with us on this ride. I guess we'll be hitting number 400 in the early part of 2024. Um, so that is exciting. Um, thank you guys. Who, who thank to Thanks to you who already have uh, left a rating review. If you haven't done so already, please do so on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. We really do appreciate it, and we do uh, give you guys a shout-out if you leave us a rating review on a future podcast. So uh, don't forget to like uh, or give us a follow on Instagram at the ATF podcast. You guys should, uh, you guys will see some exclusive, uh, content up there on the Instagram and also share the podcast with a friend. Yes. It's another way to help us spread the good word of fitness. So training recaps. Yes. What do you have to recap for your training this week? Um, I, I did pretty well, not quite as good as last week, but um, I got in a Peloton ride, th- two or three strength sessions, and then um, some yoga. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a good week. Managed to stay moving. Had some sore sore body parts. <laughs> 
which is, you know, sore muscles. That was, that was the, the way, you know, you're kind of making things happen. Wasn't like horrible, couldn't sit or couldn't function, but more of just like, oh, I noticed that muscle today. <laughs> I saw you doing some uh, P-Volve with a ball, yes. the band and ball, mm-hmm. earlier this week. Yep, I did that. Um, did a couple days of that, a few days actually of that. Um, it's really great. I'm kind of like heading... Um, in like the final days of my, my luteal phase, which is just for women, like hormone wise, it is really like those days leading up to your period. And it is also when your energy starts to kind of decline, Mm -hmm. but it really pays off uh, for your body to be more focused on strength, to be a lot more slow and purposeful in your movement, focus on on strength building, weight training, and mobility kind of work. So that's what I focused a lot of my time this week on, and it felt good. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I would say I, I focused mine. I don't want to say our cycles are the same, but <laughs> I focused a lot of strength this week too, specifically my lower body. And uh, I uh, I got several lower body workouts in this week. I think I was at LA Fitness uh, probably two to three times this week. And I came home in the beginning of, I think that was this week, didn't I? Come yep. home in the beginning of the week to do yep. some strength training with our, our equipment here, some barbell Indeed. deadlifts and landmine squats. Um, so, yeah, so I'm sticking to the lower body. Um, my shoulder and neck are still giving me issues. But I haven't been really using them. I did one jujitsu this week. I know I talked about my plan last week about just doing one open mat, kind of more uh, relaxed jujitsu class, which I did this past week. So, um, but other than that, I really did hit it hard. Um, you know, probably three or four strength sessions. Um, I got a bike in here or there, um, some stairmaster in too. So, I felt pretty accomplished in myself this week. You know, like I said. My booty was uh, pretty sore. <laughs> yeah. I kicked my own booty. You kicked your own butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of booty, um, we're trying to going to share some tips how maybe you can not get your booty booty so big during the holidays. Not that a big booty is a bad thing. I feel like that is a troublesome that a, analogy. That, that was you're, a segue you're right to there. Do right there. Come on. No. So. As we mentioned in the beginning, <laughs> the, the main topic of this podcast is to uh, share some tips on how to mitigate the damage of the uh, delights, the seasonal delights that people will be to will be facing this year, this yeah, time of year. Yeah, this time of year. Um, I did a quick little, I know we said this on, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but, and I probably mentioned this number, but uh, estimates are that uh, the average American eats between 3,000 and 4,500 calories at Thanksgiving. Wow. So as you imagine, the kind of the standard American diet is uh, basically the ones that you see all the nutrition kind of values for and percentages that's based off about 2,000 calories. Yeah. You know, so people in one day, and typically they talk about the one Double. meal, Thanksgiving meal is anywhere 3,000 to 4,500 calories. So that's one oh, meal yeah. of the day. So yeah, that uh, that could that's that's troublesome. 
Um, so uh, what we like to uh, want to do today, and we've done in the past, is kind of some tips and tricks on how to maybe mitigate that uh, that damage, you know, yeah. that, that, that calorie damage, I should say. Yeah, because here's the thing. We're not... We're not unrealistic. We know that you want to go and enjoy the holidays. We know you want to spend time with people, go to parties, um, get together, host dinners, whatever it is. There's just so much this time yeah. of year. So the thing is, you do need to focus on some kind of balance. And if you've been listening to us for a while or only recently, hopefully you've heard us say this before. It's not about depriving yourself. It's about balance. Mm -hmm. And it's about making sure that you're showing yourself a little bit of care. Let me tell you, in case you're curious, those 4,500 calories, they're not taking care of yourself. That is just pure overindulgence. Yeah. You're basically (laughs) getting almost two to three times of your daily caloric intake in one meal yeah so, uh, but yeah so we made a little bit of a list of some things that maybe you can do to help to uh, mitigate those uh those issues caused by uh the 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 the, the multitude of uh, high caloric foods that you'll be exposed to during the holiday season so yeah number one and i think we've shared this before is maybe think about planning a a workout for the morning of your said party your holiday feast that you'll be attending so yeah getting some movement in on that day whether it's a turkey trot you know 5k on thanksgiving or you know you need to do a peloton ride before your friendsgiving or you know uh chase santa off the roof you know, like get up on the roof and make sure Santa's not stuck up there. So, you know, <laughs> check, I'm just kidding. Check, the, but, check the chimney. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, some sort of movement, get the, you know, obviously get your heart rate up, get your burning the calories going. Um, and hopefully that's kind of, you're just continuing your already active lifestyle because that's a great way to, you know, kind of minimize your, to metabolize those calories that you'll be eating later on in the day. Yeah, so, and mm-hmm. muscle burns more calories than fat. Okay, got it. So mm-hmm. you get your muscles going earlier on, and you're going to actually give yourself an extra boost. Mm-hmm. That's where and, all the and plus comes from. You're going to be less, way less likely to want to work out after you get the meal in. Oh, yeah. Trust me. You're, not, you're probably so not going to be wanting to do anything. So... Let's be realistic. You know, uh, I've heard, you know, some people are morning workout people. Some people aren't. But maybe choose that day to be a morning workout person because the likelihood of it happening after the meal are very uh, slim to none. Yeah, or make sure you get it in at lunch or whatever. Like, if you're an evening working out person, move your workout that day. Make sure that you do something. Yeah. So I think the next tip is that... uh, is to avoid the, I don't know if women have this idea. Maybe this is a male-centric idea. I'm not trying to be sexist or anything. So but so uh, Don't <laughs> skip meals. Oh, God. Don't think about, I'm going to deprive myself all the way up to the grand meal to try to eat as much as possible. Try to absorb every new, you know, piece of nummy food there is at this said holiday event. 
Hopefully, this I mean, is, that is, is a, like, this does not matter your gender. No, this I just feel just like, no, people. I want everybody to follow this rule, but I no, feel like this is something guys do way more than girls. Maybe it's just me because I only have one perspective to go off of, but I don't yeah, know how I many can, women are skipping meals because they want to try to eat as much as possible. It's normally not because they want to eat as much as possible. It's more because like, oh, I'm going to eat like really bad food later. So I'm just not going to eat oh, the rest interesting. of the day. So it's, it's almost like just a different uh, reason behind why they're skipping. Yes. Oh, weird. Okay. But well, there you go. I guess. Very much. Like the wow. thought is I'll eat that way. less because I know I'm going to eat a bunch later. I didn't even think about it that way. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so either way, wherever do your that. approach We're is. Saying don't do that. Don't do that because like you said, you're going to overeat and it then you're really going to. Yeah, you're really going to regret it. You're really going to regret it because like you said, if you just do your normal, whatever your normal kind of routine for meals throughout the day are, try to stick to it. Yes, you're going to have more, possibly a little bit more, but even if you eat your normal routine, then maybe you won't indulge as much. You'll take smaller portions of multiple choices you have. That way you yeah. can enjoy a lot of stuff, like we said, but you may, your portion control will be more manageable. Well, and it feeds right into our next tip really well, which is to prioritize more structured and healthier foods during those times when you really do control what you're going to eat. So if you are, you know, going to work or something, pack a healthy lunch. Don't be like, hey, I'm just going to catch it on the fly today. No, 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 no. You want to make sure that as much as you possibly can during this time when so many extra things creep in, the meals you can control, please, those are the ones you need to focus on. Yep. And those are the ones that you do not skip, you know, day of an event, you're going to focus on eating really, you know, nutrient dense foods during those earlier meals or those other meals. And, you know, just eating until you're full. You don't, don't worry about, about, um, you know, filling a calorie quota or macro quota or whatever, just focus on nutrients during those other meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, um, I, I probably shared this multiple times on the podcast, but that's really my MO on a week-to-week basis is because we usually will either do takeout or something on Friday night and or go out for breakfast Saturday morning. So usually Monday through Friday lunchtime, I'm always making my meals, controlling my portions. I've said it before, I I have the benefit of being able to eat the same thing every day. Indeed, for those, completely fine with it. Yeah, it can be. Can like look forward. It. Yes, look forward to all those meals, I even though it's like Groundhog's mind. Day every day. Um, but yes, that thankfully I have that ability. But that's how I kind of am able to prioritize the get my healthy food in before I know we're gonna go. I'm gonna veer off my my normal routine, my nutrition uh, plan. So um, I think it's a great way to do it for even in the uh, micro or kind of in, in a smaller uh, time frame, um, especially like on the holiday before a holiday meal or about the week yeah. of a holiday meal. Yeah. So another one is, and I thought you brought this up, and this is kind of interesting. Um, try new items. 
Like yes. people frequently bring things, whether it's like we did Friendsgiving, people we have like a potluck style. Um, people brought things that I mean I've never eaten before on around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say no, obviously they're not necessarily healthy, but it was the chance to try new things and that once again led to more portion control for me that I wasn't mm-hmm. overeating one thing opposed to the other. Yes. So what do you, what, I mean, I know you brought that idea up. What were your, what were your thoughts about trying new items and how it can help with controlling kind of your calorie intake during the holidays? Well, a lot of us, and I, I say this from my view and experience, so this may not be everybody, but I think a lot of people tend to fall into very traditional foods. Like they go for the same things at Thanksgiving. They go for the same things at Christmas. Um, and it's, it's like habitual eating, but we've talked about on this podcast before from an Ayurvedic standpoint, the most satisfying meal is not the biggest meal. It's actually the most balanced in tastes that has something from each of the six main tastes. So that's what introducing more new food items into your holiday repertoire and being open to try new things, you're going to stand a better shot at satiating your hunger Mm -hmm. than you are just filling the hole. So that's really where like this idea comes in because you go to a restaurant and you're like, I'm going to order that, I don't know, casserole or meatloaf or something that you already always order you're, you know what it tastes like, you know you're going to like it, and you know you're probably going to eat the whole thing. You try something new, or maybe you try like a few small new dishes, then you kind of get to be a little bit more adventurous. You get to challenge your taste, taste buds a little bit. And kind of like you said, with new more dishes kind of to try, you can take little bits, mm-hmm. and you'll probably be satisfied sooner. So just a a thought you know and certainly like adding in more vegetable dishes if you're like a complete meat and potatoes person try that option that the vegan brought you know if you're a bread lover give the (laughs) gluten-free dish a chance this year you know like branch out and try some other foods because they could be amazing so you're saying with If there is, like, mashed potatoes with chive and bacon or or baked potato with bacon and cream cheese or cream cheese, sour cream, maybe you can get the Brussels sprouts with bacon instead. I think that would be a a good switch. There's going to be bacon, though, right? At least then then you're you're getting more than, like, one taste group. Ah. Um, (laughs) Yes, I think that's a great idea. Um, I think another one, and I'm sure we've probably mentioned this before, this kind of goes, I think, with uh, any celebration, is limit alcohol and sweetened beverages. And, I mean, especially during the holiday season, I know there's a lot of parties. Yeah, there's a lot of parties. You know, alcohol is a social lubricant, I, I understand. Um, but it, it really, as Shannon said, don't drink your calories. Um, and then really probably the, the sweets and alcohol and sweet combo 
really leads to a rough night of sleep, screws with your sleep, screws with your digestion, and can more lead to a bad day after, even worse day after, I should say. Um, that could lead to even poor, more poor eating the day after that. Yeah. So I think if you want to not perpetuate the cycle um, for past the uh, the holiday meal, limit the alcohol and sweetened beverages because that's really going it, to it'll creep on you. Trust me, I'm t- speaking from experience, people. He is. He's not mm-hmm. just making this up. No, I, no. Uh, the I last one I think we have, and uh, I think this is, I don't know if this is kind of, intuitive but i would say enjoy conversation with people more at your holiday parties i know it's tough slow it down i know it might be tough at family uh, families have different dynamics i know it might not be the easiest to strike up a conversation but really do uh, or a non-contentious conversation uh really do try to enjoy the moment take your time um you know uh realize a lot of the times you're probably seeing people that you don't see very often so you know uh you got to appreciate that time you know this it's something you should probably take a second and realize that this isn't going to happen uh every (laughs) it's weird to say but every time you see a certain person or a family member might be is one less time you're going to see them for the rest of your life you know what i mean so it's like you got to take advantage of all those times, you know, when you're with loved ones or people you care about, the time, we're, we're not here forever. So you got to absorb that time and make a good use of that time. So like you said, don't get so, um, in, you know, engaged with the food. Well, I'm going to eat this, I'm going to eat that, then I'm going to eat that, then I'm going to go seconds back for seconds for that. You know, maybe just prioritize your conversation more than your meal. Yeah, and if you're at a holiday work party where you're like, I don't want to talk to anybody, <laughs> then by all means, you don't have to. The like one of the benefits of this focusing more on other aspects of your celebration than the food is that you're going to slow down your food intake because that is really what we want to do, slow down how long it takes you to eat on the food on your plate so that you actually have time for your belly to register with your brain that you are full mm-hmm. and you want no more food right because we have a tendency to just keep on trucking without even thinking about it that's right so so those are some tips for you guys to hope hopefully uh survive these holidays um we're also given uh the i guess i wouldn't call them tips but we're also into week four yeah, week four mm-hmm. of our pre-holiday ATF Fitness Challenge. Yes. Now, so, just a quick recap. Mm-hmm. This challenge is not just meant to be a one and done. These are things that we're hoping you can have spent the last month building these new habits, really creating like the the programming in your brain that says, ooh, doing these types of we have strengths, we've got movement, and we've also got mental health, right. like mental um, well-being. Mm-hmm. So these three areas that you can just keep on incorporating them into your day throughout the holidays. Correct. So we have two that are kind of more um, like they've been building on each other. They've been a little bit more progressive in mm-hmm. nature. 
And then we've got one that's just for giving you all kinds of moves that you can pick from, that you can put together a whole like mobility flow around, whatever you want. So these are just meant to be tools during your holiday season that you keep utilizing. And hopefully these last four weeks have got you off to a good start. That's right. So this week, uh, Strength Challenge is uh, almost a culmination of the previous three weeks, like Shannon was mentioned. Mm -hmm. And we're combining the push-up. We're combining the, the squat. plank. And the plank. We're going to combine it all in an exercise you probably heard of, the burpee. So I do want to say we're going to do 10 burpees um, throughout the day. Your quota is to try to hit 20, 10 burpees throughout the day. Um, I do want to say that the burpee, I don't want anybody jumping back to plank. So for anybody who doesn't know what a burpee is, first you squat, then you step back to plank, then you do a push-up, then you stand back up, and if you want to add a little jump in there, a little clap over your head like a little jumping jack, you can add that to the end. That's a little extra credit. One thing I don't want people to do is to want to go from squat to plank. I don't want them to jump back to plank. Okay, unless you're really high fitness level and you can handle that because sometimes people do that and they have too much, their core isn't strong enough and they bend their back or they kind of hyperextend their back and they can injure their back. So yeah, as I uh, like to say, you guys can check out the Instagram um, recently. I'll put it up in the reels. I was doing some squat to planks this past week that I put up there and you guys can see how you can step back to plank and not necessarily have to jump to plank depending on your fitness level. So our stretch and mobility challenge, as we said, we're going to add to it. So you guys, we started with the glute stretch on the wall, kind of like mm -hmm. the figure four stretch. Then we did up dog, down dog. Yep. Then we did a thread the needle. Yes. And now we're going to do the supine, no, pigeon. Supine twist. Supine twist. Sorry, I was, I got confused. <laughs> supine twist. What is a we supine twist? We talked about so many different ideas, guys. Uh, There's so many different moves we love. So supine means on your back. Supine means on your back. Mm -hmm. So this is, you're going to lay flat on your back. You're going to bring one leg in, hug it into your chest. You're going to anchor your shoulders and arms on the mat as you take the opposite arm and opposite knee, you're going to drop your knee over to the, the side that your arm is reaching with. So you're going to drop your knee across your body to the opposite side. Like this? Yes. So you're okay. going to let your hips rotate. You're going to, by twisting the spine, this is where the twist comes in. Because your hips are going to end up being like either tilted or stacked by the end. But the trick is you've got to keep your shoulders anchored on the mat. So your knee may only go over like 45 degrees or what? Less than that. 45 degrees, I think would be. Yeah. 45, 45 degrees, halfway, like yeah. probably like your average to get all the way over and get your knee on the ground with your shoulders. I'm not going to lie. I was able to do this for most of my life. I'm working towards it again. It is amazing. It feels amazing. But now, like, I get, like, my foot to touch the ground and my knee, like, a few inches off the ground. I'm super happy. But you do that. You breathe into that stretch, and then you rotate out of that, and then you stretch out the leg you were just hugging in, and you do switch. The other side. Yeah. And you do the other side. You could do that for 
just one one side um, um, each and you'd be great if you have time to do two then you'll just bonus round it is one of the most satisfying twists that you can do though because you are allowing gravity to work with you you hold the outside of that knee with your hand the opposite hand and you just kind of let your hand be a little bit extra added weight. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's yeah. so good. You feel yeah. sometimes you get a little crack in the spine. Yeah, I think it sounds a lot like the open book I do uh, to the open book stretch was very similar. Um, but yeah, it's a goodie. So uh, that is your stretching mobility challenge. Our finally, uh, last but not least, is our mental uh, health kind of uh, uh, challenge slash uh, wellness and now what we're going to do is, once again, a kind of a culmination, a combination of the previous ones. We've got our breathing practice. Yes. So the pranayama, just okay. following the breath, using that to become mindful. We've got a guided meditation. Or we, meditation, sorry. Well, we've got a gratitude practice. Oh, okay. And then, so actually saying like two to three things that you're grateful for. Right. Um. And then the meditation practice we introduced last week, which was going to, we suggested you use your breathing in the beginning to start your meditation to become very present and mindful, and then use a little bit of meditation, whether it's a guided meditation with an app or some mantras or whatever you need or want, and then finish it. We only challenged you to five minutes last week, mm -hmm. which meant you could do a minute of breathing and a minute of gratitude at the very end. And that meant you still only had to do three minutes of actual just sitting there, which mm -hmm. is very doable. So this week, though, we are going to challenge you stretch that to 10 minutes. Now, 10 again, minutes total, right? 10 minutes total. This is not one where I would say do it in five minute increments. This is one where you're going to actually want to aim for a 10 minute altogether time. Right. Now, it works out if you do use apps and things like that, the Calm app. Um, they actually have like 10 minute daily meditations. Like, that's right. kind of their daily. Um, their daily meditation of the day that they do. It's 10 minutes and it is, it's many times it starts with just breathing and getting very present, very mindful, very anchored into the moment. And then it moves into some silence. They give you a little kind of um, explanation and then you end your practice with some kind of closing thought or gratitude or thing. Nice. It's a nice, it's a nice thing to do if you are, not, are new and you just want to do something with a little help. Um, but also I will say if you do two minutes of breathing to start off your meditation and you focus on just elongating the breath, do that for two minutes. Then you go into you know, maybe six minutes of just sitting in silence or repeating a mantra, then you do two minutes of, of gratitude or just mm. gratitude, the things that you're really feeling a lot of joy in your life for. Very doable. Yeah. Very doable. So that's week four of the pre-holiday 
ATF Fitness Challenge. Guys, let us know how you're doing it, how or how how it's going, um, how are you managing it, and how it's gone so far. So you can do that by connecting to with us on Instagram at the ATF Podcast and send us a DM. So now, what's got us pumped? Um, I feel like we shared a lot of information, but we want to share what's pumped us got us pumped for this week because next week, guys, we're gonna be taking. Uh, you guys are gonna give me an old school episode since we're gonna be on a little bit of K. So yeah, holiday I vacay. am pumped for the fact that during the holidays, it's an opportunity uh, for our family to, I would say, donate uh, mostly uh, goods and kind of food to. The less fortunate, you know, Metropolitan Ministries here in Tampa, Florida is a great charity. It does a lot of good work throughout the year, but they really try to ramp up their food collection and food drives during the end of, uh, towards the holiday season. Um, obviously Ellis, well not obviously, but Ellis School has been partaking in it, um, since she's been going there. Um, so she was, uh, very happy to participate in the challenge of bringing food in. You know, it was, uh, she was incentivized. She got some, uh, some benefits from it, but I would say that they, uh, you saw multiple times during your, uh, your car line days about how many donations were out there. Oh my gosh. I mean, they had like these big, uh, they're probably about 55 or 50 gallon drums that they are that served as their donation containers. And I think they probably had, man, 20 filled up to the top overflowing with donations. And that's just one of the buildings. They've got them in three buildings. Yeah. They actually had this like giving thanks project they called where they built like the higher, the upper school built like little structures and sculptures out Out of of like canned goods and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I, they're probably going to send a tally to us about how much donations were given, but, um, it's, it's a great thing to participate in and they do a lot of good work and serve a lot of underprivileged families. So that's something that had me pumped and that we get to participate in once again this year. Yeah. What's got you pumped? Well, yours is very, uh, I feel like good for the world and mine is purely selfish. Okay. That's all right. You can be pumped for being selfish. Sometimes that's selfish. It is selfish, but it is also, well, it's kind of for the family. So I am the meal planner, grocery shopper in our household, and that entails needing to actually lay out breakfast, Ella's lunch, and dinner for pretty much every single day of the week. That may seem really easy to folks, but when you've got different... um, different likes in the house, you know, different people like different things, prefer different things, um, and also different schedules. You know, it, it's, it can be daunting, to be honest. It's, there's been many times where I've been completely uninspired. I'm sitting there every week and I'm like, we're just going to do the same thing we did last week, like almost the same thing. And I think you've learned, um, even just from today's episode, I hate eating the same things over and over and over again. It is like absolute torture. Mm -hmm. So again, it's a first world problem, I am aware. But I just like variety. (laughs) And I like trying new things. And so trying to add new recipes in, sometimes tricky. I... 
did three and a half weeks of food planning mm. in one seating this week because I was like, it's the holidays. We've got stuff going on. We're going on vacation. We've got, you know, we've got things happening. We don't want to come back and be super stressed. The fact that I did three and a half weeks of food planning, it is like this weight lifted off of my shoulders. It feels amazing. Impressive. So, I mean, if you are someone who is has this responsibility as well, I encourage you try to do more than just one week at a time because it kind of leaves you to that point of like, well, okay, now I've got everything laid out and if I get inspired by something new, I can just swap it out. You know, it's just kind of there for you. There you go. So I'm like, maybe I need to be meal planning every, like the whole month. I like it. Month ahead. Let's get on it. I don't know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that idea. Well, I am pumped for you. Thank you. Because usually that means good recipes for me. So, yes. guys, hopefully you enjoyed this episode and hope you are participating in the pre-holiday fitness challenge. If you are, like I mentioned, let us know by sending us a message on Instagram at the ATF podcast. You can always Once, just tag us, too. That's, that's true. That's too and true. Uh, please give us a, a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app, app and share the podcast with a friend. You got anything else for them tonight? Nope. Guys, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, specifically, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we will see you guys in December. This has been another dis. One more time. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.